Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Shooting the Blaze with Shaylee. This is your host, Shaylee, here, and let's get on with the theme song. Y'all know the drill. Welcome back to Shooting the Breeze with Shaylee. Uh, this is your host, Shaylee, here, and we are back with another episode, y'all. Wow, um, insane. Well, so looks like it seems like a lot of people are actually loving the podcast series so far. So we are already up to episode nine now, I believe. So we're gonna go ahead and get started with today's topic so um i'm gonna go ahead and call our guest and we have a guest for today's episode i can't wait to get started so let's go all right give me a second let's call him in real quick all right let's see hello Hey. How's the audio? Can you hear me? Yes. How are you? Doing good. How's the audio on your end? It's good. Okay. We're, give me a second. We're good over here. Okay. Give me a second. All right. All right. Okay, y'all, give me one second. I'm trying to fix the audio. Give me one second. All right. So while we wait, um, I hope everybody's enjoying the podcast so far. Um, episode nine now. Loving it. I'm actually excited about these upcoming episodes. We're already about to be hitting the double digits nice all right give me one second you guys having some technical difficulties here okay All right, so um, while we're waiting, because we're waiting for the guests, I think they're having issues with their mic, but um, just while we're waiting, um, I just want to ask everybody, um, how do you guys like the podcast so far? Um, hopefully you guys like it and are enjoying it so far. I'm actually excited about starting this podcast. I was really thinking about myself like you know why don't I just start a podcast series because I listen to a lot of podcasts myself so and it gets interesting oh here we go hello yeah all right I think you are good to go now all right so introduce yourself hey uh, my name is Don Miguel um I'm a podcaster tiktoker and uh and like an influencer on different aspects of different platforms. Okay. All right. So, um, it seems like, uh, you actually been listening to my podcast too. Um, how do you like it? I like it. I like it. Um, I remember you reached out to me a while back. Uh, we couldn't do anything at that moment. I was 
I was busy with different brands and uh, mm-hmm. different aspects of, of okay. the industry. But uh, yeah. Uh, well, I, I enjoyed the podcast. well, it was nice that you were able to uh, respond back and give me a date. So I was actually excited about this interview, to be honest. Um, I wanted to interview you actually about your, uh, what you do, like what kind of work you do. So I have a quite a bit of questions, if you don't mind me asking. Um, so, um, let's start off with what kind of work do you do? Like, what kind of work do you actually do? for social media or is an influencer? Well, it's not any one thing. So I do record and do film TikToks. I'm also a TikTok influencer, but mm-hmm. I also do podcasting. I have a brand where I work to a uh, fashion line. Mm-hmm. So I dabble in different avenues. I also do uh, Bitcoin cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. So I don't just do one thing in in life, especially in this industry in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. It's better to do a variety of things rather than focusing on one thing. Right. You know? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um. As a social media influencer myself. Um. Yeah. I do multiple things too. So. Um, when I started doing my podcast series, I was like, why don't I try this out, you know, just for fun. But, you know, it seemed like everybody got into the series. They're like, oh, we want more and this and that. Yeah. That's nice. Um, so um, you say you have a clothing line. You want to talk about that? Yes. Yeah. It's called uh, it's part of my podcast brand. So okay. I start. I start podcasting during quarantine, so during the start of quarantine, I uh, started it, mm-hmm. and the the goal of the brand is I want to merge my fashion line from a YouTube mm-hmm. a brand and merge it into my podcast brand. Right. You know, like, I haven't seen any, any influencer merge the two in a sense, where they have their fashion line of their own brand and put it in their podcast world you know so it's like a podcast clothing brand yeah i've uh, I've actually never heard of that until you said that so i'm not sure if anybody else does that too yeah 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 so something new so it's like uh an influencer will have clothing brand based on their uh their social media reach so they'll they'll bring it out because their influence is big enough for people to uh, to uh, to want to wear or rep their outfits. Mm-hmm. But I but I have it as more of a marketing technique, where it's kind of a business card, right. but you're wearing it. So okay. I started I started the whole brand years ago, back when YouTube was like in its like peak of 2016, 2015. Mm-hmm. But I knew that it was the long game, so I wasn't. Right in it to just make money and sell merch so product i did so i can create awareness and create a fashion so when you see an image of mine you know what that links to so right. it's a you're not c- creating just instant wealth or you just instant variety you're creating a feeling when you see when you see a fans or a nike or supreme you don't really think about Oh, who designed that blah 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 you think about oh how makes you feel mm-hmm. so I want to create a feeling and to do that it's a long term investment so okay yeah. yeah that sounds actually really interesting thank you for sharing that um yeah 
uh, yeah, like you said about the other brands, like the Nikes, Adidas, uh, Supreme. Yeah, you're pretty much saying, what kind of person actually designed this? You know, because a lot of people or customers are actually buying it from the malls, you know, or buying it online. Exactly. Yeah, so um, I do remember we did meet at VidCon. Um, I believe yeah. it was 2017 or 18 or the year. Uh, it was 2019. Uh, you met my assistant. I brought my assistant at that time. Oh, yeah, that's and, it. Uh, uh, we met at the, we met with a few friends of mine, but mm-hmm. we met at the, uh, at, the, at the YouTuber creator party. That's yes. when I started TikTok. That was our that was like the beginning of my career. Okay. Yeah, I I actually do remember uh meeting your assistant. Um, are you still working with her at the moment? Uh, not this time. Uh, uh, because of COVID, I had to uh, rearrange my whole brand. Mm-hmm. But um, but uh, but but from that time, a lot has changed. So of course, the podcast um world, I I've. Uh, dug deep into i also really got into you know social media content Mm -hmm. as far as what i'm posting my audience reach and stuff like that because covid really expanded my brand and other Mm -hmm. different people who have different brands like that Mm -hmm. to you know to try different things and podcasting is a is an avenue that like I really believe it has potential, you know, especially in this industry. Exactly. Just like VR, like it, it's gonna, it's gonna move mountains. It's gonna make waves. Yeah, right. Exactly. Cause I noticed, um, cause I've been wanting to start a podcast series for a while now, and then um, I was like, okay, well, since I'm not really doing nothing, since I'm in the house, cause of COVID. I'm like, you know, why don't I just start a podcast series and just do something for fun? But, you know, like you say, you say you do podcasts too, so that's a that's a good thing. Um, yeah, so um, you say you also do TikTok, right? Yeah, yep, yeah, I do that platform. Okay, so I actually did um, go through your page um, when we actually talked before um, getting, before we talked about getting this interview with you. Yeah. So, um, I do see that you do sketches on there. Um, what, um, do you like have like a specific kind of like sketches? Like, do you write out like the script or? Yeah. So like when it comes to the sketches, I'm very raunchy where like I'll tackle topics of like trans community, you know, the ABC community and Mm -hmm. I'll, uh, tackle topics on like race because i'm black so that's something i can really dive into and i'm from exactly. the suburbs so i can make suburban white black jokes so i kind of dive into that mm-hmm. it's not for everybody uh it's not meant to be for everybody but i've created my brain such a way where i know how to find an audience when i first started tiktok i made videos for everyone mm-hmm. so i would make LGBT videos, mm-hmm. dance videos, reaction videos, lip sync videos. I wanted to get everybody. So I appealed to everybody. But then I started to branch out on different platforms. So instead of trying to get everybody on one platform, I diversified. Mm-hmm. So just like podcasting, I also do films. Uh, so I also, I'm also invested in, uh, um, in like web series, stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. 
during quarantine, I knew podcasting would be big, as well as VR, as well as, uh, uh, as well as, like, doing, uh, like, HBO Max or Netflix, when they have, like, the streaming services, mm-hmm. I knew those platforms were going to be big, so, of course, in, in the crypto world, I invested in that, as well as doing that myself, so, I've, I've always been, like, steps ahead on a lot of things that people, you know, have doubts about, mm-hmm. and because that's made me very successful in the visual. Okay, all right, yeah, um, so... Let's see. Um, so you, what is some uh advice you would give to the viewers that's listening to the podcast? Um, what is something you would tell them if they want to start this kind of like uh work? You know, like start a podcast or start YouTube or whatever. Well, we started a podcast. It's not for everybody. Not. Mm, not everyone should start podcasts. No matter if you have a million followers, twenty million followers, or ten followers, not everyone should start a podcast. Mm-hmm. It's it's not something where you can just say, "Hey, I just want to talk to a friend <laughs> of mine," or just just you no know, create audience. It's mainly something that you're really passionate about and really know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So let's say I give an example. Let's say you were. You like to play video games and mm-hmm. you want to start a video game podcast. Uh, really learn about that world. Really dive into that world, especially if you want to bring guests on. Like the sure background, right? Like the background. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, like make sure those guests align with what you're talking about and make sure they align with what you're trying to build. And make sure you know how to talk and know how to, I guess, not only be interviewed, but interviewed. Correct. Because I interviewed, I've interviewed counselor. Uh, I've interviewed a plethora of guests mm-hmm. from Netflix, from different things like that, and of that stature and caliber. Mm-hmm. And you really gotta know how to operate that. It's not easy. It's not as easy as getting a mic and recording. You really gotta make sure sound is up. You gotta make sure the platforms that you're using are functioning. You really gotta know your audience and what you're trying to build. You know, like the question I get every time I interview people or try to interview people is what am I going to be talking about? Like, why am I choosing them? Um, mm-hmm. So, like, you really got to think about it. it. It's something that you really got to, like, study before I start that platform. Before I start any platform, I study the platform. I learn about what makes it tick, what things are trending what things are really, you know, influential to the platform and what things haven't been done before, and then I try them. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, usually what I would say about that is um, if you want to start doing something, I would learn the background because a lot of people I notice a lot of streamers like on Twitch, they would like stream like video games or they would give like reviews on like food products or items or restaurants or whatever. I would make sure I do, like, the research before I dive into that first, you know. Just want to make sure yeah. that I have everything set before I want to record what I want to say. Right. So, um, let me see. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll, we'll touch base on that. Cause it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like you want to do the best work that you can do. Because mm-hmm. it's like... In this industry, everyone talks. So if you're doing something like this type of a platform and you're not prepared, you're not on your game, no matter if you're how sorry you are 
or mistakes to be made, it'll be hard for you to get other guests, you know? Mm, like, exactly. of course, you'll, you'll always learn, you always make mistakes. I've made mistakes. I've, I've had guests on. I have also I also have a studio, so I've had, I've had guests on where the audio is not acting right, or the uh, or the cinematographer I have is not doing what he needs to do. But you gotta check that beforehand. Uh, during maybe you have to eat that bullet, but you really gotta you know it's a it's a trial and error, but try to fix or manage the errors before they occur, mm-hmm. so you have a smooth platform and process not just podcasting but it's in any platform you do you know mm-hmm. right yeah um so we're gonna talk about um actually the filming in a minute but um i just wanted to say like um i actually uh was thinking about coming out with a film myself because i do youtube myself too and i like to vlog a lot but um, I haven't been like on the YouTube grind in a while and I need to actually get back on it. And um, I was actually going to come out with like a haunted movie because I came out with part one and part two. Like I did part one and two by myself. Like I wrote the script and stuff out, you know, just got myself into character pretty much. And just, you know, based on the storyline, how like almost every movie is. But um, yeah, I was actually going to come out with the third movie last year of um October, but we had like some technical difficulties, had like some issues. What's it about? Um the movie is is pretty much like a haunted movie like about a girl that gets possessed, you know? And um the girl the possession like she gets possessed, she gets taken over by that uh person that possesses her. And uh you know how most haunted movies is almost like a Ouija or um I don't know if you've seen the movie um what is it the grudge or orphan or whatever kind of something like that you know it it's based on something like that like a haunted movie like you see in the theaters kind of like that like if somebody gets possessed or you know the um Annabelle doll that pretty much you see you know how Annabelle the Annabelle doll like she's evil and she possessed the girl right yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was kind of based like that. But in my um, storyline, I didn't have a doll. So, no, there was no dolls involved in my movie. It was just, you know, getting possessed by a ghost, like looking in the mirror and seeing them. And then all of a sudden they just take over your, you know, your spirit and all that stuff and just destruct on all that. So, but I was thinking about, I'm like, you know, maybe because I got time before October Maybe I might think about coming out with the movie again because the script and stuff and everything was just a lot of work and I was just stressing myself out and I can't do this. But, you know, it takes time. You know, you got to make sure you plan well, yeah, ahead of yeah, time. Yeah, with, 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 uh, with anything, sorry cut you off, with anything, oh, that's okay. you really got to, you really got to, like, really not stretch it out. I'm trying to phrase it. You really have to iron out you know, things. So it's like when you're creating a short film or feature film, you have to make sure your script, You got if you're filming with a crew, you got to make sure your crew's on point and the crew knows what to do and knows your vision and make sure your vision is executed before you start filming. Mm-hmm. So you got to make sure everything is put in place before you start filming. I've been on countless of movie sets where things are not organized. Mm-hmm. And that really took a toll on the film 
and the quality that you're trying to produce. Right. So you really gotta make things ironed out. That's why uh, when I do like short films or I'm involved in it, no matter if I'm filming, producing, or acting, you have to make sure everything and everyone is on their best behavior and everything is running smooth. Because a lot of things can go wrong, but if you're prepared for all those things to go wrong, mm-hmm. then uh, yeah, it'll be smooth as butter, you know? Yeah, there's actually going to be people that's going to be stressed out and stuff, you know, but you got to make sure you're prepared and ready to go, you know, when the cameras are on and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about, you know, it's all about, you know, patience and time. Yeah, that and being prepared for best and worst case scenarios, you mm-hmm. know, like, it's, like nothing you'll create will ever be perfect, mm-hmm. but preparing for, you know, the L or the W, you know. Right, exactly. It'll help you. Yeah, you gotta know, like, life, it's not easy. You're gonna fail. But, you know, just get right back up and try again, like they say. (laughs) Yeah, but, but, like, even that, there's some things that, like, you have to know that, hey, this thing might not work out. I know this. Let's trust me out. Let's try a different approach, you know. Mm -hmm. It's all about the approach you take on things. Yeah. Yeah, I actually um wanted to get into acting. Like ever since I was young, um I actually wanted to be on Disney Channel. And I I still actually do kind of like do acting um cuz like mostly what I do on my TikTok is I make like random kind of videos. Like I do like a variety of videos for my TikTok. Like I do like dancing, makeup, comedy skits, I do acting, I do a lot of stuff, you know, cuz I've been um mostly I'm known for on TikTok is like mostly for my dancing because I've been doing dance since I was about 2-3 years old and I just got, you know, so passionate about dancing and I'm like, you know, maybe I can just do this, you know, and I took dance classes when I was younger. And I said, this is actually something I want to do, you know, like, cause like, just find something that you're passionate about. Like if you, there's something that you really want to do, like if it's uh, singing or drawing or maybe like, you know, like collecting stuff like leaves, you know, like if you're into nature and all that stuff, or, you know, like maybe if you want to get into acting or if you want to be a social media influencer and all that stuff or a food critic, you get it? Yeah, but a lot of people I've seen is a lot of people try to copy other creators because they yeah that's what I noticed mm-hmm. and I've fallen into that trap too but I've established myself where I can do that if I want like hey I wanna you know maybe I like the other creator and how they develop their brand mm-hmm. let me try that because mm-hmm. I've, I've established myself you know like I'm not verified but Behind the scenes and in front of the scenes, I've established myself. I've I've done what I need to do. So hey, maybe trying a different avenue is worth it. You know, a lot of creators get into this rut where they're like, "Hey, I'm here. I'm comfortable. I don't got to really try anything new. Let me just do me." And then they don't evolve. And then you know they see their audience, you know, fade away or they're not inspired anymore because they're just doing the exact same thing. And eventually. Mm-hmm you'll burn out just by just doing the exact same thing and not evolving or growing, you know? Right, right. So, um, let's see. Um, like I said earlier, I wanted to talk about the filming. So, um, what kind of filming do you do, actually? Like, do you, like, make movies, TV shows? Like, have you came out with any projects or what? So, right now, I'm 
now I'm I'm uh, in pre-production for a few uh, web series. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it 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 took a little bit of delay because of COVID, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm I'll be filming a couple things in like a year to two years. Uh, hopefully, maybe a little sooner. But right now, I'm just in like I'm just doing acting, producing, and writing right now. But uh, but in as far as the film world, I I kind of am taking a behind a behind the scenes approach to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, like just learning the different aspects of that industry. You know, like okay. the I love the um the politics of the uh, of the film world. I'm really really diving into like what makes it tick. You know, be like the door is behind the door. It's like okay, right. like what's here or who who invests in this type of a brand or this type of a film you know like what makes things run you know like a lot of people you know talk about why did this film get awards or why did this film get uh get lit to have its first pilot and mm-hmm. not this so i like behind the scenes of how that works saying you know who who's the shot call that's a that's the uh, part of the industry that really invests so as far as filming is concerned, I kind of been taking a slow approach to it, and I'm investing more behind the scenes, you know. Okay, yeah, sounds really nice and interesting. Um, yeah. Really, actually, I, that's actually something that I would kind of want to do, Loki. That seems like a lot of uh fun, Loki. I would want to do that. Um. So let's see. Uh, so you said you were thinking, or you already have a web show, correct? Um, I'm in pre-production. Yeah. Pre-production, okay. All right. Um. So let me see. I got a couple more questions. Um. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. Yeah. So what is something that you struggled with doing your kind of like brand or work? Like, is there anything that you know, would kind of sum it up. Like, is there any, like, struggles or anything that didn't go yeah. wrong for yeah, you? Yeah, so the first struggle, I would say, was finding a team. Like, like of course, there's going to be a moment in your career, anything you do, where you'll feel alone and there's no one around you team-wise or family-wise. But starting out, finding a team that's like-minded as you and that kind of understands what you're trying to convey or what you're trying to build. Mm-hmm. You know, I started kind of with a team, but kind of on my own, and that really showed in my work. I could have done a little bit more, but not having that support system, not having that team around me really affected my brand positively and negatively. Mm-hmm. So... Not having that in the beginning of my whole career in 2015, 2016 was, you know, something I wish I had. And I hope a lot of young creators out there, you know, know the importance of having a team and mental health. You know, it's all about having a good mental health. Mm-hmm. I mean, your mental health isn't, you know, at a level where you can really build and grow and humble yourself. It's really going to affect your brand and your audience moving forward. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's one thing. But also, uh, to touch bases on today, one thing I struggle with 
is relatability. So it's kind of like a comedian, when they get to a certain level of success, they can't really do their like poor jokes or they can't really do their nine to five type jokes because that's not what they are anymore. So it's all mm-hmm. about evolving and knowing your audience and know that, hey, you're not in that place anymore. Right. So it's hard to relate because like you'll never see... Uh, it's hard to have Kevin, it's, it's hard to relate to Kevin Hart because Kevin Hart is Kevin Hart. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like I, I can kind of relate to it, you know, because, you know, like say like if you talk about something that's a sensitive topic and people would be like, you know, just pick on that person, be like, oh, they don't even know what they're talking about or they're just making jokes about it and this and that. Um, yeah, recently I, I actually made a TikTok a couple of days ago. I think it was a week ago. I made a TikTok about a song by Doja Cat and um Pretty much what I was trying to do was I was just explaining that, you know, non-black people shouldn't say this certain word, you know, because I noticed that a lot of people that's non-black would get canceled out for saying a certain word. And what I did in that video, I just explained, like, you should just, like, keep your mouth closed. You don't have to open your mouth because people would be like, okay, we might get canceled. You guys, you guys, we can't even do nothing right because... You know, you guys always want to gatekeep a song because you're black and this and that. Like, you know, we're we're already struggling as it is right now. But 
I don't understand what all the negativity is about, you know, because I got like so much backlash for this video and people just sending me hate, you know, like talking about my makeup, my appearance, saying, what do you want us to do? Well, you, you want us to say it and this and that? Like, no, I'm not asking you well, to. The thing about this industry is that there's always going to be that that part of the industry is always going to be there and in my in my knowledge of that i think we need it just so this industry could be interesting the especially in social media everyone has a voice mm -hmm. and because of that there's positives and negatives to it you know they'll put you online but then you'll hear today you don't really need it here but i believe that's what needs to be around just so things are interesting you know so like someone with a million followers gets a comment that says you suck you know and you know and then people take the offense to it but they're saying hey that's the game you know mm -hmm. i hate when creators are like why is this person saying this in this video of mine why is this game hate you gotta understand that's the platform that you're on that's it's going to be there mm -hmm. it is part of the platform but it's how you work around that, that's kind of how you grow too actually to online yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah 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 but in that world you know it's just i have a lot of creative friends you know as you know some of them that uh, have millions of followers tens of millions of followers and they dealt they dealt with hey why am i dealing with this blah 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 but understand that's the that's the industry we're in mm -hmm. that's the industry we are in we're always gonna get hate it's just how we deal with it you know exactly yeah, because I actually just made a podcast. Um, I don't know if you listened to my recent podcast. Um, it wasn't the one last week, but the one before. I actually talked about mental health. And, you know, that kind of stuff can trigger people and cause their mental health to, you know, just be like, you know, I got to stay away from social media for a couple of days and this and that, you know. I got to get myself back together. But you got to understand, that's the internet. You got to cope around it. There's going to be haters out there, you know. They're just going to say stuff about it and make you look bad. But they're just... They're doing you a favor, making you more popular, actually. Yeah, yeah, it, it does help you out, but, but, but also, you know, now a lot of creators I know like the backlash. They want to be, you know, a PC-friendly type person, but understand you're going to be questioned a lot. Mm -hmm. and if you want to stay PC, know that one slip up, public or not public, you do will affect your brand. That's mm -hmm. why I've told people countless of times, I will say pussy dick, nigger, <laughs> like I will say shit like that. Right. And you understand, I know what I'm doing. You can come at me for saying shit like that, you know, but understand that the ones who will say shit more so will be the ones who are not doing shit. Mm -hmm. That is right. The ones who will say shit, the ones who won't do shit. The ones who are doing shit will say shit. They're mm -hmm. doing that because they want to start some shit. Facts, facts. They have problems with you outside of the industry. Right. The industry behind the curtain. Yeah, so, that, that's kind of what gets on my nerves low-key because people are always, you know, worried about my age. You know, they're like, you know, you're an adult already. You should already have moved out your parents' house. You should have a job already. But my thing is, like, why don't you worry about yourself? You know, like, do you have a job? Are you still in school? You know, worry about yourself instead of worrying about somebody else's background, you know? That kind of stuff just makes me mad. Like, it just pisses me off a lot. And I tell people, like, when I'm live, like, can you not talk about my personal life? You know, like, it's none of your business and all that stuff, you know. And then well, people are like, but you put... life is concerned, I do believe that once you're in this industry, you have, you have to be aware of that. Mm -hmm. Your life will be public. 
to a degree and just learn how to maneuver yourself through that new world that you're in. Mm-hmm. You know, like, all people are like, don't come to my house or blah, 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 or don't take pictures of me. That's an issue you're in. Mm-hmm. If, you don't want, if you don't like this attention, uh, be a doctor or, you know, be a masseuse. Be something where you're not in the public eye. Because once you're in the public eye, anything you do is entertainment. Mm-hmm. You understand that. You do something stupid, you cheat on someone, or you make a comment on Twitter or whatever. You're entertaining people, so they just want the drama. They want to. They want to know more about you. Mm-hmm. No matter if you like it or not, they want to know more about you and what you're doing mm-hmm. they're entertained by you. Yeah, to the fact that they get down to the point where they try to do get like some backstory on you and stuff, you know, and then they like, oh, you gotta be held accountable. You put yourself on the internet and all that stuff, like, okay. Yeah, you yeah, well, like, you're a role model. A lot of high-end creators don't really want to acknowledge that, but you're a role model to young people, you know? Like, growing up, I looked up to a dude perfect, um, not Eliza Koshy, uh, <laughs> Lily Singh, I think her name is, like, Superwoman. I looked up to those people. So if they were to do something that's, like, you know, a little off, I'm going to be like, yo, like, I look up to you. Is this what I should do? Or blah blah blah. Like there's there's young people on these platforms who really will take things to heart. So if you jump, they will jump. So you have to understand that you're making an impact. Like I have, I have a fan base that's also young as well. So I also realize that some of my content, you know, will you know they'll take it as such. Like oh, let me. I can do that, or I can say that. Mm-hmm. That person said that, or that person I'm about to, he got rid of that, so let me do that. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like, you have to know that uh, everything you do will be on that magnifying glass. No matter if you're big or small, someone's watching you, someone's probably going to react positively or negatively to what you're doing. You have to understand that that's the, that's the game, you know? That's and right. Any, any industry, even if you're a scientist and you're creating a formula, I understand. Someone's probably going to take that patent, or someone's probably going to try to manipulate, or someone's probably going to sue you for something. You have to understand that's an issue you're in, so understand the risks, the pros, and the cons. Mm hmm. Right, exactly. Um, let's see. Um, I think this actually might be uh, the wrap of this uh, podcast episode. Yeah. Um, just before we leave and sign off, um, how do you feel? Um, about this like are you ready for everybody to listen to your episode yeah yeah of course yeah uh, um i don't know when you post uh but yeah, yeah. i do uh, i post every friday so um your episode is probably gonna come out um probably the second week of august is the earliest i can get it out yeah 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 it, um uh, fantastic just um uh all right yeah uh thank you so much for actually um taking the time to uh come on the show it was actually really good and i was actually able to convince you to be on the show too yeah yeah well like i want you like i i want there to be more episodes because a lot of people will start something and like kind of like back out of it so i want to see you know the uh progression mm-hmm. of your show so right all right, yeah. Um. So yeah, thank well, you. Have a great day. Thank you for having me on. All right, thank you. All right.
I'll see you guys later. Um, this has been another episode of Shooting the Breeze with Shaylee. And I'll see you guys soon. Bye-bye.